This recording was produced by Green Lane Masjid. For more information on the activities and services the mosque provides, please visit www.greenlanemasjid.org. Alhamdulillah, nahmaduhu wa nasta'inuhu wa nasta'ghathiruhu wa nasta'hadiyuhu wa na'udhu billahi min shururi anfusina wa min sayyi'ati a'malina man yahdihillahu falamudilla lah wa man yudlil falahadiya lah wa ashadu an la ilaha illa allahu wahdahu la sharika lah wa ashadu anna muhammadan abudullahi wa rasuluh sallallahu alayhi wa ala alihi al-tayyibin al-tahirin ومن صار على نهجهم إلى يوم الدين يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن إلا وأنتم مسلمون يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم أعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما أما بعد فإن أصدق الحديث كتاب الله وخير الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر الأمور محدثاتها وكل محدثة بدعة وكل بدعة ضلالة وكل ضلالة في النار Indeed all praise and thanks is due to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala We praise him, we thank him We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to guide us all Whomsoever Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala guides there is none to lead astray and whoever is led astray, there is none to guide. Today, my dear brothers and sisters, there are two things, inshallah ta'ala, I want to focus on. And both of these topics are particularly important, I believe, to the iman and the heart of every believer. For as the Muslim is always looking for good opportunities, there are some great opportunities, ta'ala, which are on our doorstep. But before we reach that, before I mention that, how does Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala describe Bani Adam in the Quran? There are many descriptions of our nature. And this is, of course, in line the fact that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created us. Does Allah subhanahu not know whom or what He created? And that he subhanahu wa ta'ala is the knower of all subtleties, the all aware. One of those descriptions is that every human being, Bani Adam, in fact all of the khalq, is created in a state of weakness. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us, وَخُلِقَ الْإِنسَانُ ضُعِيفًا This is one of the descriptions that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives to us. That we were created weak. However, this weakness is not necessarily a disadvantage for the believer. That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wouldn't create you in such a state that everything is against you. Or that there is no way out. But rather the believer, the Muslim looks at how we have been created and looks for the opportunity. And looks for the positivity in that. So yes, I was created weak. But where is my strength? And do we actually have any strength at all? So if I say that the reality of your weakness and that the believer knowing their weakness, that actually is their quwa. That that is their strength. 
which in itself doesn't make any sense. That how is it that I recognize my weakness and that in fact is my strength? No doubt that needs further explanation. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in a number of places tells us about those people who saw themselves as aqwal bashar, the strongest of men, that they had the power, the sulta, the sovereignty as they saw it over their lands, their lands as far as the eye could see. However, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala destroyed them. Do I not have the dominion and ownership of Egypt? Was the statement of Fir'aun. And we know the ending of Fir'aun. So the one who saw himself as the powerful, the strong, that was his weakness. And when we look at, as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us, on the plains of Badr. On the plains of Badr where the Muslims numbered just over 300 in front of an army well prepared, three times its size. They saw themselves as the Quraysh at that time. We are the custodians of Makkah. We have the power. We have the sovereignty of this. They saw themselves as the strong and powerful. But the reality was what? That in fact, they had no quwa. That they were, of course, the absolute weakest. وَلَقَدَ نَصَرَكُمُ اللَّهُ بِبَدْرِ وَأَنْتُمْ as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala describes the believers that they were given victory. They were assisted on the day of Badr when you were weak, when you were meek. But their quwa was what? Their strength was in their attachment to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Turning back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in situations and in times where, for all intents and purposes, everything was against them. There are many, many, many examples to give, like the battle, the, or the battle of Uhud, where the Muslims were greater in number. The battle of Hunayn, where the Muslims were even greater in number. Where the Muslims were proud of their numbers. But Allah reminded them that their numbers did not benefit them. So, the Muslim realizes his or how he or she has been described in the Quran that they are weak and that you recognizing that weakness means that in turn you will turn to the one who is all powerful and the one who has all strength limitless infinite so when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says ya ayyuhan nas antumul fuqara'u ila Allah wallahu huwal ghaniyul hamid that, O oh mankind, you are in complete need of Allah, Jalla wa'ala. And He, subhanahu wa ta'ala, is the all-praised, the self-sufficient, the praised one. That our success as Muslims, as believers, is recognizing our du'af and our need of Allah, subhanahu wa ta'ala, especially in times of shidda, in times of difficulty. When times are good, it's easy maybe for us to forget the goodness that Allah, subhanahu wa ta'ala, has given to us. But when times are difficult, when the prices of food and clothing and energy and fuel is skyrocketing and our wages are staying the same, no doubt people are feeling, feeling the pinch, they're feeling difficulties. And this is why 
when you hear a message on the minbar, or you hear a verse of the Quran, or you hear a hadith, these aren't just things for you to listen to and to say, MashaAllah, beautiful ayah, SubhanAllah, what a beautiful story. It may have that impact. But Islam is a deen. It is a way of life. It guides you how to maneuver yourself through good times, difficult times, for you recognizing your reality, where everything comes from. It's very much a practical way of life. So in times now, as I mentioned, things are very difficult for many of us. That tomorrow morning when I wake up, I've got to start thinking about how to put fuel in the car, pay energy bill, all of these things that are going on. SubhanAllah, the prices, they go up and they go down. We are currently in a time where prices are very high. And my wage is not increasing. I, don't have, I can't put any more hours in the day. So what do I do? In practical terms. Well, first and foremost, don't rely on your own weakness. And don't think that you are the solution of everything. But the one who is going to control, the one who is in control of everything is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That during the time of the Prophet ghalat al-as'ar, the prices and the markets, they went up. Things became very expensive. And they went to the messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Said, Ya Rasulullah, the prices have gone up. Sa'ir lana. Can you choose the prices of what things are going to be? Make it easy for us. Prices are going up. The Prophet Sallallahu made it very clear to him, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, who al-musa'ir. He is the one who determines the price, the riches and the wealth of these matters. Not for us to control the markets. This is from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And in times of difficulty, in times of shidda, as we are, many of us that we are facing, we remember as the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, in the hadith on Qudsi, as Allah tabarak wa ta'ala told us, Ya ibadi kullukum dal illa man hadaytu. All of you are misguided except whom you who have been guided. Fastahaduni ahdikum. So seek guidance from me and I will guide you. Ya ibadi kullukum ja'i. Subhanallah. Oh my servants, all of you are hungry. Illa man at'amta. Except whom the one I feed. So seek sustenance from me and I will feed you. Ya ibadi kullukum aar. All of you are naked, unclothed. So seek this sustenance from me and I will clothe you. The asal is that we have nothing except what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives to us. So the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Al-mu'minul qawi, the strong believer. Now does that go against what I just said or what in fact what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that man is created weak that the strong believer strong in what? certainly not in your physical attributes that the strong believer is more beloved and better to, than, to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala than the weak believer and in both of them that there is good Subhanallah, these words that the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is the hadith of Abi Hurairah radiallahu anhu rawahu muslim words that we need to hear practical advice especially at times now 
When we are in need, subhanahu of many things, this is the time to turn to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And then you take the necessary means to better your situation. The strong believer, the strong in iman. And how is that displayed? The hadith mentions it very clear to us. Ihris ala ma yanfa'uk. Stick to, adhere to that what is beneficial to you. Fit dunya wal akhirah. In this life and in hereafter. Wasta'im billahi wa la ta'ajas. Seek eld, seek aid, and seek help from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And never give up. Never give up. And if anything afflicts you, in asabaka musibah, something you know, happened to you, whether you deem it to be good or bad, don't ever say, and it's in the past now, don't say, لو أني فعلت كذا لكان كذا وكذا. That oh, if only I had done this, if only I had made that decision, then the situation would be different. Don't say that. This was the decree of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So don't say things that if I had done, it should have been, or it could have been like this. Rather, the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said what? You should say, وَلَكِنْ قُلْ قَدَّرَ اللَّهُ وَمَا شَاءَ فَعَلْ This was the decree of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And what he willed happened. فَإِنَّ لَوْ This word, لَوْ if. And if I'd done this, تَفْتَحُوا عَمَلُ الشَّيْطَانِ This will open an opportunity for shaitan to come into your life. And for you to become haqiqatan in all reality, a weak believer, because you are not attaching yourself to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So in times of difficulty that many of us we are facing, the first port of call is for us to turn back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That Allah jalla wa is the one who sustains and gives everything to us. The moment the person sees themselves that they are the solution, then they will constantly be chasing themselves and will have no way out. But the one who recognizes that the everything is from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that they will find barakah, they will find blessings, even if it is the same amount of mal, the same amount of money that you have. But somehow, subhanallah, that mal extends to pay the bills. How? The number has not increased. But there is more barakah, there is more blessings in that what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave to you. And remember, constantly ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because there are many things that we should be asking Allah jalla wa'ala for. To remain guided, to remain firm. Because to remain firm and to be guided means that you will have this relationship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So when Anas radiallahu ta'ala anhu, the young companion of the Prophet, Prophet of the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he said, Ya Rasulullah, innaka tukthiru an taqool, ya muqallib al-qulub, O turner of the hearts. Anas says, radiallahu anhu, ya Rasulullah, O Messenger of Allah, I hear you frequently and often saying, O turner of the hearts, make my heart firm upon your deen. Anas radiallahu anhu comes with an answer. He says something which makes us almost shiver. He says, Anas radiallahu anhu, آمنا بك وبما جئت به فهل تخاف علينا Anas radiallahu anhu says, we have believed in you, O Messenger of Allah, and we have believed in everything that you have come with. And you're making this dua to remain firm. Do you have fear for us? This is a companion, radiallahu anhu, saying, not talking about the generations to come, do you fear for us? The best of generations, 
The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says, Naam. Yes. Why? Because guidance isn't a given. Guidance isn't something you protect in your safe or in your pocket. This is something that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala يَهْدِي مَنْ يَشَاءُ وَيُضِلُّ مَنْ Allah guides whom He wills and misguides whom He wills. And here the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, إِنَّ قُلُوبَ الْعِبَادِ الْعِبَادِ that the hearts of the of the slaves, everyone, بين أصبعين من أصاب الله أو أصاب الرحمن in another riwayah, that the hearts of the believers are between the two fingers of the fingers of الرحمن, the most merciful. يقلبها كيف يشاء. The Subhanahu wa Taala he he turns them as he wills. One day a person is afflicted with a musibah. Yesterday he had a good time. He was happy. He had money. Tomorrow something afflicts him and he curses the situation. Where is the strength of Iman now? Where is your attachment to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to guide us all. And we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to protect us from being those ungrateful servants. Praise belongs to Allah. And may the peace and, peace and blessings of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala be upon his final messenger, Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So as I mentioned, there were two things that I wanted to mention. And that is the first one, and that is that times are somewhat difficult subjectively between us, some for yes, some maybe no. But nonetheless, our attachment to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and relying on Him and asking His help is fundamental in us getting through times of difficulty and times of fitan in all the ashkal and the different ways that they come. The second thing I wanted to lead on to, and they have a relationship between the two, is that every year, the last Saturday, in every October, there is an hour change. There is an hour change. And so therefore, from pretty much November, December, January, February, until the last Saturday in March, when the hour changes again, you have a number of months where here in the UK, in the Northern Hemisphere, you find the days are very short. If you look to the prayer timetables in December and January, you'll find that you're praying Salatul Maghrib at four o'clock in the afternoon. Quarter to three in the afternoon, or quarter to, yeah, quarter to four in the afternoon. And Fajr, you're praying at 7.30 in the morning. So just eight hours, seven and a half hours is the daylight hours where you offer your Dhuhr and Asr and Maghrib. So the believer is Haris to make sure that he's offering his Salat in its correct times. And as I mentioned, that the Muslim is always looking for opportunities. And at this time of the year, an opportunity that comes every single year. The one who takes advantage of that has taken advantage of a great blessing. And the one who is heedless or is maybe unaware has missed out on a great, great amount of good. This is, as some of the Salaf or the pious, pious predecessors would see as an opportunity of opportunities. Imagine short days where you can fast how many days? You're not breaking your fast at nine or half past nine in the evening breaking or making a number of fasts during the, during the days and you don't even feel it. Maybe just to miss out your 
small breakfast in the morning or just have it half an hour earlier. And in the afternoon, subhanAllah, you're breaking your fast. And you don't even feel, subhanAllah. So fasting Mondays and Thursdays becomes very easy for us, subhanAllah. So brothers and sisters, if the days are not short enough now, in a few days time, the days will become shorter and shorter and shorter. Fast. Man sama yawman fi sabilillah. Whoever fasts a day in the path of Allah, ba'ad Allahu wajhihi an nari sab'ina khalifa. That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will distance the face of that servant away from the hellfire, maybe 70 years, one day. What an opportunity for us to do or to have in these months that are upcoming. And that the night is tawil and that the night is so long. Offer two raka'ah, tahajjud. Imagine you pray tahajjud at six o'clock in the morning. It's almost what? Tahajjud at six o'clock in the morning? Fajr has not even come in yet. And the fact that Fajr has not come in means it's the night. Imagine praying tahajjud at six o'clock in the morning. Really? Naam. You can pray tahajjud. Maybe look at the prayer timetable. Fakhtanim. Take these opportunities, my dear brothers and sisters, and establish a relationship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that maybe you didn't have before. And whoever obeys Allah and his messenger will indeed be the successful one. So this opportunity, do not let it pass by. And that, in conclusion, the opportunities that you have is to look out for your fellow neighbor in times of difficulty. If you have extra, then keep an eye on them. Can you give them some food? Can you give them some clothing? Can you help them anyway in the difficulties that they may be facing? And this is how, inshallah ta'ala, as a community, we support ourselves and support those around us. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to soften our hearts that we worship him subhanahu wa ta'ala in the way that is pleasing to him. Allahumma salli ala Muhammadin wa ala ali Muhammad kama sallayta ala Ibrahim wa ala ali Ibrahim innaka hamidun majid. Allahumma a'iz al-Islam wal muslimin. Allahumma a'iz al-Islam wal muslimin. ربنا لا تزغ قلوبنا بعد إذ هديتنا وهب لنا من لدنك رحمة اللهم اغفر لنا ذنوبنا يا رب العالمين ربنا آتنا في الدنيا حسنة وفي الآخرة حسنة وقنا أذب النار وقموا لصلاتكم يرحمكم الله This recording was produced by Green Lane Masjid For more information on the activities and services the mosque provides please visit www.greenlanemasjid.org